Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. Thank you for joining me today. I'm here at home in one of the upstairs rooms of my house with my Bible open to Romans chapter 8, where I'd like to read verses 5 through 8, where it says, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Now, right now, we're in the middle of a series of episodes on how to walk in the Spirit, how to live according to the Spirit. And we're applying practically what it means to make Jesus Lord of our lives. Because the kingdom of God is established where Jesus reigns as Lord. And what I discover is that I cannot simply do God's will by determining to not do bad things while choosing only to do good things or think good thoughts. When I do this, I immediately find that the exact opposite happens. But as we've also discovered, God has taken all of this into account. As Savior, Jesus died for my sins, but also loosed the shackles that bound me to my sinful nature by crucifying me in Christ. I now have a real choice. I will either offer myself back to the master that previously enslaved me, or I will offer myself to God and then begin to walk by the power of the Spirit rather than trying to serve God with my flesh. Because as this passage ends, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. So then, how do I please God? Verses 5 and 6 says, Those that walk in the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. Where I have my mind set is of paramount importance if I'm to successfully walk in the Spirit. So often I think, if I'm ever going to overcome sin in my life, I need to bring all my energy to bear and all my focus to bear on dealing with that sin. But the Bible says something very different. Galatians 5, verse 16 is a huge key. It says, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. What is this saying? If my mind is set on my flesh, on my sinful nature, on the sins that I commit, that focus will bring out in me this very sinful nature that I desire to overcome. It's like if I say to you, do not think of a purple elephant. Don't do it. Don't think of a purple elephant. Now, what are you doing right now? Probably the same thing I'm doing right now. Think of a, thinking of a purple elephant. You know, I heard a, a story of a hotel that was having this terrible problem of people fishing off the balcony. It was this beautiful hotel right on the edge of a lake. And people would fish off the balcony, and it was a multi-story building, and there was a problem. I mean, people on the upper floor would catch a fish, and the thing would be flopping across the windows of other people's rooms, and it was just a mess. And the hotel was trying everything to try to get people to stop fishing. They'd posted signs, they'd given warnings, they'd done 
everything they could. And finally, in desperation, they hired a consultant and said, okay, help us to fix this problem. And the consultant looked around at the situation and he gave them one idea. And he simply said, take down all the signs, take down all the no fishing signs. And sure enough, as soon as they took down the no fishing signs and all the warnings that they had, they had posted, people stopped doing it. It was this idea that as soon as people saw no fishing, it brought to mind, man, that's true. This would be a great place to fish. And they started throwing the line off despite the warnings, despite being told not to. And that's just our human nature. Paul says in Romans 7, verses 7 and 8, in talking about the law, that the law is good, but there's a problem with me. That's why this promise in Galatians 5.16 is such a key, that when I'm living by the Spirit, my flesh goes under. That's the promise. That's why I'm always to remember that I'm a soul sandwich. My soul will submit itself either to the Spirit or to the flesh. Now, I'm not talking about ignoring conviction or repentance. When we sin, we need to repent and deal directly and decisively with our sin by applying the blood, asking forgiveness, evicting the devil, closing that door, moving in a new direction, and submitting ourselves to the Spirit by offering ourselves to God. But trying to overcome sin in my own power is like walking into a dark room and trying to fight with the darkness. I need to just turn on the light and the darkness goes away. The first verses of Romans 8 say it, say it like this, that the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. Because you see, sin is like the law of gravity. The law of gravity is constant, a constant pull on us, keeping our feet on the ground, and sin is that ever-present pull on us towards sin. But what happens when you get into an airplane? I'm all, I always marvel when I get into a big plane like a 747. And you look at that thing and you go, how in the world does that thing get off the ground? And even as you're sitting in it and you're seeing all these people in the plane, you're thinking about how much this plane weighs. You think, how in the world is this thing going to fly? But sure enough, you start chugging down the runway and the law of aerodynamics takes over. And because of the shape and the lift from the wings and the speed and the thrust of the engines, pretty soon that airplane just lifts off the ground. And despite the law of gravity, it flies. It soars on a different plane because the law of aerodynamics supersedes the law of gravity. Now, this is what happens as I walk in the Spirit. I find myself living on a different plane. Now, I'm not automatically walking in the Spirit if I'm a Christian. But according to verse 5 of Romans 8, to live in the Spirit is to be actively listening to what the Spirit is saying. It's being constantly tuned in to what the Spirit is doing in the here and now. But you say, that's so hard because I can't see God, nor can I audibly hear His voice. But one of the things we talked about in the last episode is that God has spoken to us through his word, the Bible. His word is living and through the spirit speaks directly into our lives and into our circumstances. But then also God's spirit speaks to our spirits that are now alive to God as we fix our mind on what the spirit desires. 
It's like a horse that's been trained to respond to the signals of its rider. And even though the horse doesn't speak our language, it's learned to tune its mind to listening to the signals that the rider is giving, whether it's a pull of the reins to go left or right, whether it's a squeeze of the legs to speed up or to slow down, that the horse has learned to respond to those signals that the riders are giving. Now, the problem would arise if the horse simply wanted to do its own thing or if he was so distracted by what was going on around him that he wasn't tuned in to what the rider was trying to communicate. Those are the two things that God is trying to break through in our lives as well, self-will and distraction. What God would want us to see is that the difference between having your mind set on the spirit or on the flesh is the difference between life and death. It's exactly what he says there in verse 6, where he says, The mind of the sinful nature is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. It's all about having my mind set on what the Spirit is doing in the here and now. Where is your mind set? Today, let us fix our mind on what the Spirit desires. And as we walk through the day, Let's listen for his voice nudging us to the left or to the right, saying, speed up or slow down. Pray for this or speak life or encouragement to him or her. Serve here, give there, whatever it might be. Jesus said, flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. The Lord is calling us to live our lives on a different plane, pun intended. It's the plane of the Spirit that, despite the reality of the presence of the law of gravity, lifts us above the clouds and into a realm of life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. May we experience that today as we fix our mind on what the Spirit desires. Amen.